What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast. I'm Corey, and today I talk to one of my good friends who I've known since about 2013-14, Carl Nelson. He's a journalist from the Washington, D.C. area who migrated to New York around the same time I did. So we connected and we hit it off ever since. So this conversation is is really good because we talk a lot about sports because he's a big sports guy. We talk about LeBron, Jordan, Harden getting traded. Um, But we talk a lot about more important things. We talk about the recent Joe Rogan issue with him dropping the N-bomb and the Planet of the Apes joke and the... the, uh, just the, all the racial things that's happening. Carl's African-American, I'm white, so it was a good conversation because it was two different spectrums talking about important topics, uh, race, politics, all that kind of stuff, and how it all plays into a lot of things like sports, uh, trending topics, and just our life in general. So this conversation is really important to me and, and Carl, and uh, it was a fun one. I really enjoyed having him on. He will be on again for sure, so if you're liking this, Drop a comment below. Tell me what you think about Carl and mine conversation. Also, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification so you get notified every single time this face comes on the channel, which I'm moving to Mondays now. I'm going to start posting to Mondays just because I feel like nobody, everybody's doing stuff on the weekend, so Mondays is a better time. So enjoy this episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast with my friend Carl Nelson. Peace out. What's up, guys? Today's episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer. This guy. The Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The Lawnmower 4.0. It's got a flashlight. So join over 2 million men worldwide, just like me, that trust Manscaped and get an exclusive offer just for you. You're going to get 20% off plus worldwide free shipping. Use the code EXPLICIT20 at manscaped.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the E4 Exclusive Podcast. I'm Corey, and today I got my man, Carl motherfucking Nelson. Carl Nelson. Uh, he is the owner of Intern Media. He's got He's a journalist. He's I've known him for for quite a while now, um, and we'll go into how we met and and the fun experiences we've had later on. But, Carl, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a minute since I talked to you and I've really wanted you to come on. Um, but, you know, can you introduce yourself and maybe give people a little background of, of who you are? Oh, absolutely, man. Corey, man, it's been it's been a while. Um, I think we met each other back in like 2014, 15. Yeah. So in New York. So it's been a while, and, and I've had you on my platform, so this is kind of cool that now, you know, I'm able to get on your platform, man. But, um, yeah, Carl Nelson, um, I am a, uh, you know, I, I call myself, just for fun, I call myself a storyteller, storytelling guru, because I have, a, you know, an interview series that I started back in 2014 um, that I've revamped in 2019. It's entitled The Journey. Um, and then I also have a documentary series as well. I've put out three documentaries so far. And then me and my father, during the, the pandemic, we started a sports and community show together entitled like father like son so um those are just a few of the things that i have going on but uh yeah i'm, a, I'm, I'm i would say my main title is i'm a, I'm a journalist man i'm a storyteller storyteller that's really what uh where my passion uh lies you know so I'm, I'm just happy to be here man thanks for having me on the show man yeah man dude i listen there's so much shit we're gonna talk about um i'm pumped i love talking to my friends who are like smart and like know a lot what's going on so right. it makes for an exciting show so um First of all, how, how we met, we met 
in New York. Uh, I'm just gonna say a mutual friend. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like, well, <laughs> it's kind of one of those relationships where it's like, oh, damn, this is like, I like this fucking guy. It wasn't, right. you know, right. what I mean? like it evolved on its right. own. It wasn't like, oh, Absolutely. I gotta hang out with him because of X, Y, Z. And then the the fucking best part, uh, and this is kind of like an inside story. People that some people that listen and watch will know what I'm talking about. But uh, I got contracted, not even contracted. I, (laughs) (laughs) this is such a funny story, at least to us anyway. Um, There was this guy in Pittsburgh, uh, like church kind of person or whatever. Anyway, he wrote this film. Uh, It was fucking terrible. And (laughs) he was like, oh yeah, well, you know, you you and your crew can come out. And this is in Pittsburgh. And mind you, me and Carl are living in Brooklyn. We're in New York. Uh, All the other crews in like DC, Maryland. So every right. weekend we would drive to Pittsburgh, <laughs> which is like four hours away. Right. No one got paid anything. No one was paid. <laughs> we stayed at a, uh, uh, another mutual friend's dad's house named Ransom, right. which right. is crazy. It, bro, and it was like a slumber party of like tw- like late 20-year-olds. Like it, it was so right. fucking crazy, man. It wasn't, a, right. but it, it was weird though, because it was, it was, we, nobody was getting paid. Everybody was paying their own way and stuff like that. Right. But it was so fun. It was a lot of fun, bro. I, like literally I never was like, damn, this fucking sucks, man. Like we're not getting paid. I was having so much fun <laughs> with all right. you guys. But the best part about it was, like I said, the movie and the script was absolutely terrible. Right. Filming. I don't know. You've been like this, but for anyone listening or watching, if you've ever been like high or just even been with a friend and you've gotten the giggles and you can't right. stop laughing, right. you know, we would be shooting and some of the content and the scripts and the stuff that they were saying, the acting was, you know, was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> like I'm talking, we had a scene where it was a, 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 a drug dealer had two prostitutes in his trailer park. Yo, this but was the, crazy. I remember the, that scene. The actor was like a, a church group youth leader, like, right. and he's and like, I, and I didn't, know, bro, I didn't know, I didn't know that until <laughs> we were at church watching him preach that. The Sunday church out. scene, yeah, bro. I, I, I just what? it blows my mind. He comes out of this. And th- 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 these are not actors. These are not paid actors. Right. These are not like trained. These are like, hey, I got a neighbor who wants to be in my movie, and I mean the fucking acting. It was the thing where we would be filming. And then we would say action. They would go and l- read the script and we would be in fucking tears crying right. behind the camera. Carl's like fucking giggling. Like we had to stop shooting because we can't stop laughing. And these poor right. people are like, oh, that's what's so funny. We're just like, yo, this right, shit's right, fucking right. terrible. Damn, it's like they had no idea. That, no idea. Know, that this just wasn't, this just wasn't good, man. No, just, no. That shit was crazy, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, but you, but you know what, man? It's so, it's so wild, bro. Because I remember, I, obviously, I remember that vividly, and and riding out to, uh, you know, to Pittsburgh with yep. you, man. I, I don't know if you still got that same, that same whip, man. But, but you, you had a nice car. Oh, uh, the Challenger. Then. The Challenger. The Challenger. Uh, we right, had right. another challenge. I got rid of it. I got a a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, okay, okay, I okay. I like that. I like that too. You know? Um, but yeah, no, man. It, it was, it was so great because, and I, and to, to this day, bro, I really appreciate you for including me in all of that, man, because I was able to, like, you know, I was, I was more so had experience in the, the interviewing side. Right. But at that time, I didn't really have a lot of experience in like the, 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 you know, the filming side and the production, production side, yeah. which, which now with me having three documentaries out, I've, I've felt like you 
like in those situations where I'm writing the scripts and I'm getting in contact with everybody. I'm doing all the, you know, I'm doing on camera stuff, off camera stuff and, you know, getting paid for this stuff. But I, I always go back to the foundation of things. That was, you know, that was a dope experience, man. You brought me in and I was able to just get a, 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 a ton, you know, a lot of experience, bro. Right. Just from, cause you had a, we had a really good, like we had a really good team. Like we oh had exper experienced people on set. Yeah, bro. You know, the people that we were working with were people I, most of them I went to college with who are now like right. industry professionals. Like they're getting Absolutely. paid good money right. to do those things. And I like right. what I liked about you too was like you never like were like uh, apprehensive. Like you just, I was like, yo, you want to go to Pittsburgh and do this fucking weird right. movie with me? You're like, yeah. Every weekend it was like a fucking thing. We would just go and do it. Right. It was just, it blew my mind of how, how, how much fun it was. But yeah, you were like, right. you dove all in. And I think that like, you know, that's right. how you do. That's how I think you approach a lot of things. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's one of the main reasons why I moved to New York, man, because at, I moved to New York in 2015. So at the time I was just turned 25 and I just, I just had, I've always had that about me, man, where it's like, I'm, I, I'm adventurous, man. I like to take, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm moderate risk when it comes to like finances, but right. I'm, I think I'm high risk when it comes to like passion projects and career stuff. Oh, for sure. So for me, I, you know what I mean? So for me, I always knew, I knew from like 2010 that I wanted to move to New York. So at that time when we met, that was just during a time where I was just, I was hungry, man. I was eager to learn. Um, and I just love that the creative juices that were flowing in, in New York. That energy in New York is just, is, is, is tremendous. It's different. Um, and I love, you know, I love it. Yep. I agree with I you. I love it, man. Yeah, we did man. the, uh, you did the, the Pierce? Yeah. And, we, and, we and, see, that was totally different because that was like really good. Like that was, yeah, that, that was, was like good, good acting. That was good, all you. Yeah, that you was good man? shit. So, yeah, yeah, that was fun. So I got as fuck. experience with that too, man. Yeah, yeah, that was fun when we shot you know? that. In and Brooklyn. I met, and you know, through that, I met um, I met Austin Dancy. Austin Dancy, yeah. During that time, and he started doing some. He was like my first. He was like my first videographer, man. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Like when I was first starting off, starting starting out with my uh, with my media, uh, yep. you know, platform. I remember y'all doing those interviews. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. He was part of that foundation. I met him through you. So yep. yeah, no, he, yeah, I know. I just talked to a, 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 a old boss of mine from I Love Kickboxing, and uh, he told oh, me he, he <laughs> actually got he moved to Florida and got now Austin is kind of doing like full time freelance like editing work for my guy, and I'm like, bro, that's fucking great. Like, yo, is is Austin in Florida now? No, no, he's in Brooklyn, but oh, like but my guy will send him. Right. Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll, oh, he'll that's dope. Remote, that's dope. so it's great because he's got like a full time gig out of it almost. Also being right. able to do passion projects and shit. I love seeing like Absolutely. everybody working together and just out that, yeah, I, that fires me up. I love that shit. Yeah, no, yo, that was a, that was a dope time. I haven't thought about that time in a long time, but that was a dope time. You remember, is, 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 am I doing it right? Am that is, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I still have the, the videos. Cause I actually cut up some of the, 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 yeah, the, we, just, we never it's crazy we never talked offline about how all that stuff ended so it just ended video. i didn't hear nothing <laughs> i just had all this raw footage i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do with this but but when you went on his social media the guy's talking about oh this is gonna be in theaters in like yeah, yeah, 2017 yeah, i'm just yeah. like what i'm like bro this is not going to theaters and it's funny because like <laughs> behind the scenes like in the production meetings and stuff because that, that movie uh that james franco did um fuck it was like there's a movie called The Room, which is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a terrible movie, but it's kind of like a cult classic because it's so bad. So bad, right? That we were like, damn, like maybe let's film this and put it out there. Maybe it'll be like the next right. boom where it's like these people actually think they're doing good. And then right. it just never went anywhere. I mean, of course, I forget his name. Philip. Philip is his name. 
and I, 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 he didn't do anything with it because I had all the footage, so there's nothing really he right. could do with it. Uh, right. I cut up some scenes, bro, just just for us, like entertainment. I would send right. it to Al. I was, oh my god, right. it's so bad, Carl. <laughs> it's so bad. I still have. It. I'll send you some. They're fucking hilarious. But I, but I, but I, but I guarantee you that the way it was shot was dope. Cause you, oh, you it looked great. Point with that part, it looked yeah, great. You made it, it look great. great. Sound great, but the acting and the <laughs> script, bro, was just like what? Oh, you know, it, real quick. I know, I know, I know. You want to move on, but yeah. I would say the one thing that still stands out to me to this day. You, you kind of alluded to it was that scene in that trailer, and I just remember the plate. I remember they put a plate out there. and They had like some, they had like some pills yeah. on the plate, and that was supposed to be. I was the like, cocaine. Man, yeah, it was like, on, damn, guys, like y'all didn't even really do your research. Like, if you're gonna be a drug dealer, right. like really fucking figure this shit I, I thought that shit was hilarious <laughs> that was i'll never forget that i'll never forget a lot of that fun, time man. that, was, yeah, that awesome. was a lot of fun oh man that all right crazy. so that's how me and carl met <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some shit man let's talk about um Stop. let's talk about basketball and sports and stuff first so just okay. was it yesterday or two days ago james harden got traded um, yeah I forget who who for. I mean, you probably know. He got tra- he got traded to uh, the 76ers for um, Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first round draft picks. God damn, That's a lot, bro. But they got they also got um, uh, Philly. No, yeah, Philly also got Paul Millsap. But still, it's like that's still a lot, yo. Right, yeah, that's two, a lot to give plus up. Plus two first round picks. Right, yeah, that's my that's my issue with it, the, the the draft pick. That's I mean, a lot. And basketball is like draft picks really kind of like like the few like football, like draft picks are pretty fucking important. Yeah, I mean, put it like this. First first round draft picks, yes. I, I'm not gonna say second round draft, you know, I'm not gonna say second round right. draft picks. Or it's always weird to me where like the, the Boston Celtics, who I you know, I'm I'm not a fan of them because I'm a Lakers fan. So of course that's the rivalry, but I always joke with one of my uncles because he's a diehard Boston Celtics fan. He he used to always talk about, oh, we got this number of draft picks, man. But they would have draft picks for like five, seven years down the line. Right. That's when, that I don't understand. But if it's, if it's like a situation where you're talking about 2022 first round draft picks, then yeah, that's, that, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty significant. Right. So they gave him, they gave, <clears throat> they gave the Nets. Well, well, first of all, let me just give you my, I hate James Harden and I hope he's watching <laughs> this because I think he's lazy. He's had okay. every opportunity possible to win a chip. I mean, if you think about the people that he has played with on his right. team, Stop. Right. Like, no excuse. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror, bro. Uh right. you know, why are you the one leaving Durant and Kyrie? Kyrie's right. fucking everything up with his COVID shit, and you're the one that's leaving. <laughs> right. What? Right. So I, I right. just Harden is like, I think I don't know. I'm looking at him right now because I put him up on Google. It just <laughs> makes me mad. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't get good vibes from him. I think he's like, he's he he has so much potential, but he just right. like it's it's funny he, he reminds me of like like russian hockey players are mm-hmm. traditionally the most talented hockey players on the planet but they're so okay. fucking lazy like <laughs> they, i swear to god like uh, alexander semen used to play for the capitals probably had the best okay. shot in the history of the league bro was like so inconsistent i mean you have like the, it's almost like you have the superpower and you only want to turn it on when you want what if that makes sense right so that's no, my that's absolutely. my view on harden so i don't know what you know no, I mean, I mean, you know, and it's, it's interesting what you said because I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't think of the documentary right now, but it was a dope documentary, man. That pretty much covered. I don't know why I'm forgetting the guy's name, but it covered a guy who was, he was. I mean, he was ranked at the top, but like the high school basketball uh, ranks with like the likes of LeBron 
and Carmelo. But basically what happened with him and, and what this documentary shows you, it's almost like I kind of feel like they made an example out of him because this this particular guy, um, heck, man, Lenny Cook. Okay. Lenny Cook. So Lenny Cook was extremely gifted, yep. like extremely gifted in terms of height, size, skill, all of that. But he didn't put the he didn't put the additional work in. Like when you look at LeBron, that documentary that came out years ago with him and it showed you what he was doing in high school. In like high school. LeBron was already, he was God gifted in terms of just his athleticism. And I feel like he was born to play basketball. But if you look at the work that he was doing, like on the sideline, when doing like while his team is going through the practice, like he'll be in practice. But then when he goes to the sideline, he's still lifting and he's still working on his game. Right. Um, that's why I have so much respect for him because he could have easily just said, you know, I'm going to just try to rely on my, my God gifted ability alone. But this dude puts in the work. So I'm right there with you. With James Harden, I, ha- I would say I have a lot of mixed feelings about James, man. I'm, uh, seriously, because at one point, bro, at one point, I was, I'm right there with you. At one point, I was just not, I was not, a, uh, I was just not a fan of James. I respected what he could do. Right. But, like, when he was in Houston, I just wasn't a fan, man, because I felt like he had the ball all the time. All the time. Um, you know, I felt like, man, okay, you had Dwight Howard. Obviously, when Dwight Howard left the Lakers and came to Houston, he wasn't who he was back no. in Orlando. I, I get that. But, you know, James Harden had a problem with him. Chris and Paul. And then, you know, you Chris Paul. Now, I thought when they brought CP3 over, to me it was a weird trade just because CP3 is, a, you know, he's like the point guard. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? so yeah. For, for him to have – for CP3 to have to play off the ball, you know, and essentially kind of be like a wing player for, for Houston. Right. That doesn't work So that him. they could cater to James Harden. Mm-hmm. That was weird to me, even though you saw how close they came. Yep. To getting past, they had a couple opportunities to get past Golden State. Yep. I thought it was gonna happen. It didn't. Um, and then that ended. And then, you know, you bring Russ there. I actually thought, you know, Russ is looking terrible for my Lakers, but he actually uh, had a good season. He did. He, he played like well 27 for Houston. For Houston yeah. You know? Um, it shot a shot a good percentage, and that that didn't work. They ran into my Lakers in the bubble. So I I, I hear what you're saying there. I would say this though. One thing that I look at Harden a little differently. Plus, what I didn't like was he came in out of shape. Um, in his last year with Houston, he came in out of shape. Yeah, and then even in Brooklyn, too. I mean, he kind of fooled people going into Brooklyn, though, because there was photos right. of him looking like fat as shit. And then he came in, right. he looked great. He looked better, right? Yeah, I was like, what? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'll say this about him with Brooklyn. So with Houston, I wasn't a fan of James Harden. When he got to Brooklyn, that's when I started looking at him a little differently because the, even though they only played like 16 games together, those three, mm-hmm. I did see that when he got there, he was he was fine with kind of taking a lesser role offensively from like a shooting standpoint. He wasn't right. he wasn't putting up 20, 25 shots. He was he was uh, facilitating more and making sure that he got KD going, right. got Kyrie going, and other guys. So he showed he was more versatile in that standpoint. But bro, I, I feel like the writing was in the, the the writing was on the wall this year. Like just looking at his. His body language, you're right, bro. His attitude, he, the way he carries himself sometimes. Looking at his body language, I'm like, yeah, he wants – he's he's saying he, he's committed to Brooklyn, but he's getting out of here. Right, yeah. You, you know he didn't I mean? want to be there. I can see it, man. No. Yeah, and – Yeah, I can see it. You brought up LeBron. I think LeBron ruined the league, personally. You, you, you ruined the yeah. league? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I ruined the league. <laughs> because – okay, for many reasons. One, his fucking hairline. I'm just joking. No. He – he, he – <laughs> He kind of, and now I'm seeing it in football with the Rams, where it's like he's creating these super teams. Where like, right? Look, right, look basketball right. back in the '80s and '90s, even the '70s, there were like good players in groups on teams, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like this like 
thing where, oh, well, this powerhouse just went to Miami. Let me just follow yeah. every like the whole fucking team. I mean, he's played with like the same right. types of players for like the last decade. <laughs> Mike Miller's and, you know, all these people that just keep following him around. I just think that like right. is not like an honorable way to win mm-hmm. a championship. It's already hard enough. I just think right. it's like right. you're cutting corners. You know, I'm not, right. I, you know, Jordan had Rodman and Pippen. I get it. But it was like Pippen and Rodman were not like, like AD. They, they developed like you know, yeah. They 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 didn't come into the league where you you had those exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like that's not like yeah. a, you know, you know, Rodman is not like an AD, and they're just, they're mm. these like powerhouse fucking guys that are like, it's right. almost not. It's like when you're playing video games and you're building a team. Like, right. I, I don't I don't like that way of winning. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. and, and basketball is the only sport that I've seen thus far, except for baseball. Baseball, you, they do mm-hmm. it all the time where they buy all these high powered people, give away all their right. picks and all this shit to right. hope to win now instead of like, right. you know, lay those foundations and really build for the future like they used to do. And now you're starting right. to see that flip over into the fucking NFL with the Rams. Right. The Rams I know, gave yeah, up I know, I know. everything. And I, I, I thought they weren't even going to get to the Super Bowl. And we'll talk yeah. about Super Bowl picks in a minute, but Absolutely. like, I, like that just kind of as a fan, I don't mm-hmm. like seeing that. It, it, basketball, I don't really care because I like I didn't really like. I, I watch it playoffs. I don't right. really like, follow it. I'm like a player liker. I'm not a team person. Right. Um. Right. But I, what are your thoughts on like that kind of? But that's why I kind of think he, yeah. he kind of ruined the league in a way. No, but you know what, yo, that, that's actually, and I and I, I respect I respect what you said, man. I respect your breakdown of that. Um. I'm not gonna say he ruined the league, but I, I I understand. Like, listen, I understand what you're talking about. From the right, time right. that he left Cleveland the first time, I get it. And this is what I'll say about LeBron, right? Because and there's a little bit I can I can honestly say that there's a little bit of bias there. And that's one thing about me, bro. I feel like I'm the perfect uh, the perfect mix between objectivity, but also some just some fan bias. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for like, sure, yeah. Like fan and LeBron. But what I'll say about LeBron is this, right? So I thought it was very impressive with what he did his first time in Cleveland, like his first stint in Cleveland, you know, I thought it was very impressive. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that the NBA has kind of turned into this place where even, and I even blame some of the OGs like the, like Shaq, you yeah. know, I, I blame someone like him because he, you know, at one point, like I'll never forget, bro, when KD was in OKC, he hadn't won a title yet, but KD was highly respected. I mean, this is, this is Kevin Durant. Yep. And, and they had winning seasons in OKC. They got to the finals one year, lost it. To Braun and Wade and Bosch in Miami, and then um you know they they got uh they were in the Western Conference Finals against Golden State, and you saw what happened with that. That was the Golden he, State era, yeah. Right, right before he yeah that was Golden State era. Um, but I remember when he said something about KD, he was on TNT and he was like, yeah, you know, uh, he can't. Kevin Durant basically, to, in a nutshell, he says something along the lines of, yeah, he can't talk to me, or he can't talk about this to me until he wins one, and I'm just like, see now, see now. You you making it so you guys are making it so much about rings. Where if you're a guy like Kevin Durant, I think KD does care about what people think. I feel like this generation now cares about what the what the what the OGs think. So it's like that's why I feel like that's had a had a big not not just Shaq, but just other people who said things like that about Kevin Durant at the time. I think they had they had an influence on him and why he decided you know I'm gonna go to Golden State and get these these championships real quick. Even though even looking at it now, if he wins another one. Whichever champ, if he wins a championship with Brooklyn, that to me that's going to carry more weight than what he did in Golden State. Same 100%. thing with LeBron. Same thing with LeBron, right? The the, the championship in Cleveland, it just feels different mm-hmm. than the two in Miami. 
But I do feel like guys like LeBron, some of these players today, some of these all-stars and superstars today, I feel like, man, they do kind of have, have been influenced by this narrative that, you know, who want, like, think about it, bro. Do you want, do you want to be like 20 years down the line? Do you want to be Charles Barkley where you're the butt of like every joke, no. which, which, is, which is so crazy, Yo, bro, which is so crazy I, right. because Chuck, like I have so much respect for what He's, he did. He was so good. On the court, bro. I mean, it doesn't matter. If, to me, it doesn't matter that he didn't win a championship because there's so much that has to fall into place. You know, he always tells Shaq, he's like, man, I would have one too if I had Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So, I, but I, so I, what I'll say about LeBron is I think that he didn't get enough credit for what he was trying to do in Cleveland the first stint and the commitment there. What I didn't like about LeBron, which is why I I, I kind of wasn't really a fan of him until like his second year in Miami, because I didn't like the, the he made it a show. Yeah. He made it such, like, yo, bro, if you want, if you're somewhere for six, seven years and then you want to leave, you have every right to do that because it's, it's, it is a business too. But I don't think that he had to make it such a, a show where, you know, you, for the, you could have just donated money to the, the girls and boys club and you didn't have to, yep. boys and girls club, you didn't have to, to make to make this this um taking my towns to South Beach and shit. Yeah, taking my towns to yeah. South Beach. You know, Cleveland didn't know what you were gonna do. Nobody really knew what decision you were gonna make. And then on top of that, you go and team up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch, two guys with that were top ten players in the league at the time. Yep. When you guys were at the high, it wasn't like with Boston, right? Where KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen, they were that that was a big three, but it was it was not a that big three different. on steroids. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like this was like a big three to the tenth degree, man. Oh my gosh, dude! Because Dwayne, bro, Dwayne Wade, he had won a championship without you. You know, he yep. had carried that 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 Miami team back in '06. Man, I had a lot of respect for what he was doing. Um, Boss was doing this thing, so I, I didn't like that. But what happened was that second year, I got this thing, man, where uh, I guess I just have like a, a heart for uh, people. I feel like become the underdog. So I felt like after he went there. You know, he said, oh, not five, not six, not seven championships, but I hated that, too. That was that whole thing was ridiculous. Come on. But then you go and lose to Dallas, right? And then With all just Dirk. Like, With just Dirk, right? And, but, they, but you know what? That, I like that. That Dallas team was, was pretty dope. They were but solid. They, but Miami, I thought Miami should have, you know, clearly I thought Miami should have won. But LeBron kind of shrunk a little won. bit. Yeah, on paper, they should have won. He shrunk a little bit in the fourth quarter in some of those games, man, which he got he caught a lot of backlash for. But I think because I saw – that he was catching a lot of flat that whole first year with Miami, it kind of like, it kind of like turned me, you know, in favor of LeBron that second year. I kind of wanted to see what he was going to be able to do because the bottom line is they still had to, they still had to all put in a lot of work to win. My problem was it was just the way it kind of came together and the way, and it almost seemed like they thought it was going to be easier. Right. You know, like we're trying to make it, you know, it's like, yo, if you and I are playing ball, we had an open gym. And you're you're a great player. I'm a great player, and we're playing against one another. But I can't get the better. You're getting the best of me, right. and you win two, three straight games. I I shouldn't want. I don't want to team up with you. Right. Let's let's continue to go. Let's go back. I want to I want to see if I can win the third game. Right. Okay. That you know that's I mean? right. Yeah. That's that that's my. So I, thing. I hear what you're saying there. Competition. You're saying there. It goes away because like all these other teams. Right. And then also think like you made a great point. Like when he made a spectacle out of it. The amount yeah. of pressure that that puts on the other players, the organization, right. Eric Spolster, right. who was like a brand new fucking coach at that point. Right. Like he's, he's dope, by the way. He's great. He's great. But it's like I always think about like wonder what Spolster would have been if if LeBron didn't go to, to, to Miami. 
Right. That's would he point. be this like, oh my God? It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of like what you, you know, uh, what um you said earlier about Shaq. It's like, yeah, if I had Kobe Bryant, if I had, you know, Dwayne <laughs> right. Wade in his prime, no fucking problem. I'm going to win a championship. Right. Even Kobe said if Sha- right. Shaq had better work ethic, they would have won more because won Shaq more. was right. just throwing shit together, not working out, not keeping right. up in shape. And, you know, Kobe is like, straight oh, a first he, one in the gym last one first out. exactly Shaq's not yeah. like that so it's like right. what would Spolstra be but i agree with you man like the the the, the spectacle was like that just killed me a lot i mean i was mm-hmm. never it's funny i wasn't a lebron fan until he came to la <clears throat> and won not 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 even a fan but like i tolerate i would tolerate him um until he moved to la and then one, I thought it was dope when he went to Cleveland, went back to Cleveland and won. I do right. give him a lot of respect for sticking around in Cleveland where nobody wanted right. to play ball for seven years right. and sticking it out. Would he been a, right. it, would he be even more respected if he didn't win any championships and stayed in Cleveland his whole career? I mm-hmm. don't know. The OGs probably would have mm-hmm. respected him maybe a little right. bit more because there's a lot of OGs right now that are talking shit about him being like, because they don't right. like that hopping around, you know, Will around, right. Yeah, so... Um, it's crazy to me that he does have championships in three different organizations. I'm like, but that can happen when you kind of when you put piece things together. Yes, yes. You know? Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time. I'm one of the first people to use the lawnmower 4.0 for Manscaped, and let me tell you, the craftsmanship on this goddamn thing is insane. It will chip away at all that down there. Trust me. I'm talking from personal experience. I use the the lawnmower, get a little uh, little, little trimmy, trim, trim, and then I follow up with the ball deodorant. Let me tell you, if you like to go on hikes, if you like to just go outside and it's sweaty or it's hot out, Swamp Ass is non-existent. I could not go anywhere without the ball deodorant. I travel everywhere with it. It is a lifesaver, trust me. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and a grooming experience you'll never forget. The fourth generation trimmer also features a ceramic blade to reduce the risk of accidents. And thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, I feel way more comfortable shaving my boys. The upgraded trimmer also includes an on and off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn on and off the 4000K LED light so you can get a more precise Shave. The lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to cut through that hedge with more guard lengths with sizes one through four. Oh yeah, hey, did I mention um, wireless charging? That's fucking crazy. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which allows the battery to last way longer than it used to. Man, listen up. If you've been using the same nut trimmer on your face, you've been doing it all wrong. I don't know about you, but I don't want to end up with pubes in my mouth. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped and make me time the best time. And trust me, you'll enhance your confidence if you got some nice smooth boys down there. Get 20% off plus for shipping when you use the code EXPLICIT20 at manscaped.com. Trust me, your balls will thank you. When you have those role players that, that nobody nobody else can get because you're LeBron, they don't want to play. They, right. they know that if you're if they're on your team, they have a better shot than any other team in the league to win a championship. That is so... Right. Uh, kind of like powerful to have. So yeah, of course you can go back to Cleveland and build a super team. I mean, not really. Not that, that was probably like his second time in Cleveland. Really wasn't like a super team. 
right. Miami and LA are the two that I'm like, come on, bro. Like, but I mean, but you know, but he, but you know what? His second, his second uh, stint in Cleveland, you know, he he made sure that he was coming back to Cleveland with a Kyrie Irving already there. True. Yeah, he, yeah, he that's the right. First pick, and then and then bringing a guy like Kevin Love who was doing this thing in uh, in, yeah. in Minnesota. You know, yeah. so but it, it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it was the same as like. To me, it still wasn't the same as what he did with Wade because at, at that time too, LeBron was like, "Yo, in Miami, that was the prime, prime, prime for for LeBron. all of them, for you LeBron, Bosh, exactly. and Dwayne Wade. Yep, they Absolutely, were all man. there. Yeah, they were all Absolutely. in that the, the only thing I say is when he went to Miami, they were the year before that they were at the bottom of the East, and when he went to Cleveland the year before that they hadn't made the playoffs. But when you look at what Kevin Durant did, he went to a Golden State team that had just went seventy three and nine. Yep. <laughs> and won the championship the year before that. That was that was really I had more of an issue with what KD did than LeBron. But I understand a lot of people saying, well, you know, LeBron was the first one to kind of do, you know, make a big move like sure. that. Um, but you know what, bro? I wonder how you feel about this too. I, I kind of feel like also we unfortunately we gotta almost kind of accept. I feel like some of the older guys, older guys gotta accept that the NBA has evolved and it's so different now. The business side of it is different. People aren't signing, you know. 10-year deals. People aren't signing five-year deals like that anymore, man. I mean, you know, the, the, the players have a little bit more say-so in, in their, the you know, the future of right. their, you know, their careers now. It's a lot different than the, the owners were trying to, you know, the GMs and everything were trying to piece together these, these you, you could say, super teams or yeah. just really good teams. Um, but I, what I've, what I've kind of found is that a lot of, uh, you know, my, like my uncles or like some of my mentors, friends from like an older generation, they don't like the way uh, they don't like the way the, the players are kind of like piecing things to, together. They 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 much rather see like a team like the Lakers boys. Like, let's take the Lakers for example. One of my good my good friends, uh, my cousin Tracy Lee. He always says, man, because he's a uh, he was a diehard Lakers fan. Like uh, you know, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. He hasn't been much of a fan of them since LeBron came to to LA in 2018 because. He is a fan of like the old school way of bringing these teams together. The yep. draft, the draft, yeah, you know, the draft, exactly. Yeah, you know, respectable trades, right. things like that. Not the buyout, not you know, LeBron calling this guy, AD yep. to come and that type of stuff. He's not a fan of that. Not I, I can understand it. I can understand it, but at the same time, man, you know, unfortunately, this is where we, this is where we are now. But that's also why I'm glad the teams like Phoenix and Golden State and Milwaukee are doing well right now because it still shows you. You can have all the talent on, in the world on paper, but look at the Lakers, man. They're just not well-constructed. They don't no. complement one another. When you look at Phoenix, Golden State, Milwaukee, Miami, teams like that, they, they have a well, they have well-constructed team. Yep. And those are the teams that should be successful. That's yep. just how they go. Yeah, it, it shows that the old method, it does work. Because you look at Golden State, like all those guys were, were basically drafted. Uh, not right. not, not Young guys. equal dollar and stuff like that early on, right. but like, yeah, those guys were drafted by those teams mm -hmm. and it paid off right. in the long run. So, but I think right. that goes to like also like society in general, because mm -hmm. we're so much wanting to get instant satisfaction and, and, and stuff right. like that. So it's like, right. well, you know, do I play in one place that I've been drafted in for 15 years and maybe win one championship when I can just go and like you're saying, do a two or three year contract for $150 million right, with right. a powerhouse of a team and probably yeah. win two or three championships, just like what KD right. did. Like I know LeBron right. was the first one, but I was blown when KD went to Golden State Cause I would have been like <laughs> a real OG move would have been bring your ass to fucking DC where you're from mm. play with John wall play with, um, uh, what's his name? 
um, uh, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, like right. that would have been the, that, that would have, and they would have had an instant chance to go to right. to, to come out the East. Um, yeah, man, I, I wanted to see him look look at us, some other teams like even Boston or even like the Clippers, yep, you know, yep. teams like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. to go to Golden State, bro, I'm like, all right. Yeah, as yeah. soon as he, they were already going to probably win that year anyways without him anyway. So right, that, right. to your point, you're right. Like, that makes it almost even worse because it's like, bro, you <laughs> knew they were going to win. Like, you just, right. you're, you could ride the bench. You, you, you could break your ankle and not play and they still going to win. It, that shit blew me because I was like, yo, cha- right. like these players aren't challenging themselves mm-hmm. uh, like the old the old guard used to do, if that makes sense. Like right. to an extent, like, like, like the Shaq Kobe era is a little different. I'm even before those guys, I think yeah. that was like, you know, there were like one, one phenomenal player for each team, not three or four that right. are on the all-star team. Like it's crazy right. when you look at, look at the all-star or guys games. that just surprise you or guys that just True. like, you yeah. didn't expect Pippen to be. No, exactly. Rodman, well, Rodman was great in Detroit, but Right. Like I didn't think he would carry that as long as he did in in, in Chicago, but like yeah, right. but exactly. But like it blows me when I look when I watch like the All Star games. I'm yeah. like I'm basically watching the Lakers versus the fucking like you know. It's just like okay, right. all the people on the team are on the same team already. It's right. just right. it blows me, man. And like, right. But what do you think about the NFL now doing that with, with the um, Rams? They they basically did the same thing. They, they pretty much did the same thing. And, and it's so funny, man, you saying that because, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm torn about the Super Bowl because I'm an Odell fan, okay? I'm I like Odell. I, I'm, a, I'm an Odell fan. So the only reason I would really want them to win is because the whole story behind Odell and then finding out that, you know, Stafford, he's been, I mean, he's been in the league for so long and like this could be like a, this could make or break his legacy. You know, we're talking legacy and we're talking the story of the LA Rams winning in LA. That would be cool. But at the same time, I, I like I'm more of a fan of what Cincinnati did, even though they're, they're I'm a Ravens fan, so they're in my they're in my conference. But right. I respect what they did because nobody saw this coming. No, halfway through the season, you're you like, ah, oh, they're fucked, they're out. You didn't know if they were going to be in the playoffs out. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what I mean? The yep. Ravens, the first eleven, yo, we start off eight and three. Yep. We at the top of the AFC. At that time, I'm thinking, okay, you know, it could either be it could be Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, or Cleveland that might sneak in. But we're definitely, I'm thinking, we're definitely going to be yep. in there. I did not know that things were going to kind of, you know, um, end the way that they did. But also, like, with Burrow, man, I got so much respect for him. This Same. guy didn't even play the whole season last year because he, he, I think, the ACL. Yep, yep, he had the right? surgery. Yep. And then to come back, to come back, and this is your first full season, and you're in the Super Bowl, like, that's, that's a dope story, too. So I'm, I'm torn, bro. Yeah, I'm no, torn. I, I'm, I, uh, <clears throat> hated, I hate Matthew Stafford for all these years because he's a, he's a, <laughs> Detroit Lions quarterback. I'm a Packers fan, right. so I've oh, always yeah, yeah, right, right. I've always shitted on him. Uh, Congratulations, which, by the way, uh, Aaron Rodgers. MVP. Oh man, four times. Hopefully, I was a little scared last night watching that award because I'm like, <laughs> he's talking like he's like we're dead. Like, like yeah, like, I thought he was gonna drop like I'll see you next year, like a little fucking knowing him because he he's another one that's kind of right. on my shit list of like showboating and making this like a big spectacle. Right. Like, go on Pat McAfee show every week and talk. I don't care, Rogers. Make a decision. Right. Don't pull a Favre. Like, just what are you gonna do? Um, right, right. Also, the organization—they're kind of old school. They've—they've they've definitely mm-hmm. been a little more progressive of in the uh, in the free agency and stuff like that the last couple of years, which I've appreciated. But right. talk about frustration. But but Stafford, he's always kind of—I've always been like, how are you not? Because he's had some pretty good teams. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, he's had probably 
I'm gonna say Megatron's probably the best wide receiver ever. Uh, yeah, right. In my opinion, um, right. He left the game soon. I thought he, I thought he, he pulled. Yeah, he put Barry Sanders. Too, you know? he, I mean, he 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 quit at what, like 27 yeah. or something like that. Like, right. yeah. Right. I mean, he had 10 years on him, and he was like, you know, it's funny because you see DK talking like he always compares himself to Megatron. I'm like, I've never seen uh, two people on you like I've seen from the jump on the line like they do. Megatron, not not even close, DK, like humble yourself. Um, But Matt Stafford, I've always been like, yo, he's been a great quarterback. He's got a cannon. He's Mm -hmm. a a smart quarterback. I've always hated him because he's a rival, but um, I love Joe Burrow. And one thing about Joe Burrow is he's a winner in high school, in college. I mean, LSU, like he's a winner. Like he, he, I feel like can get it done in the clutch. Stafford, mm-hmm. till recently, this run in the playoffs has never been clutch to to an right. extent. I've seen him win clutch games and go down mm-hmm. down the field and win in, in the last minute. But to the Browns, right. to the fucking Vikings, you know, nothing crazy in like a big moment, right. maybe in like a regular season. But right, right. Burrow is a is an actual like winner. Right. He knows how to win. And then you got Chase, who's a fucking freak. Um, I love that guy. Um, but with the rant, I like Odell. I was pissed that we didn't really go after Odell. Uh, but he's a perfect example. But he was choosing between the two. Us and the Rams. I know. But he said that we didn't pursue him enough. I'm like, what are you, a fucking, like, (laughs) like, uh, I don't know. This is not the Odell from the Giants, bro. Right, yeah, relax. (laughs) But but also, like, but he's a perfect example, though, of, like, a player because people write off players all the time thinking it's their fault that they're having a shitty year or they suck. Right. I always knew Odell was good. He was just in a bad situation. Right. You know what right. I mean? Was it Manziel? Is his name? Uh you, you Not, talking about um no Baker. Baker Mayfield. I always get those two losers. Are you about to say up. Johnny Manziel? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah but but like yeah. like you yeah, had Manziel, he didn't play with him, but he played with Baker. Baker's like Right. Not that good of a quarterback. So Bro, it's like, thank you, man. That's how I feel. I don't even. I'm like, you need to like some of these guys need to stop doing commercials and really like open up the books and just focus on the game. Bro, like, he has more commercials. I feel like he's got more commercials than any other quarterback. Rodgers, Mahomes, all of them. I, I, it it I mean? kills me. Yeah, I agree with you, and I just think that like, I I, I would love. I don't want to see the Rams win. I want to see the Bengals win because okay. I hate what the Rams did to do where they're at right now. They gave up their entire yeah, yeah. future uh, for the most part to get these. I mean, you have Aaron yeah, Donald. Yeah, Miller and yeah. Aaron, Jesus yeah, Christ, right. man. Like you guys have like, you're literally like the, the warriors <laughs> of the NFL. Like, how are you not right. doing this? Even without Von Miller and Matthew right. Stafford, Jared Goff's not a bad quarterback. Like, right. I don't know. I just think, you know, they don't have Robert Woods right now. He's, he's injured and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but. Uh, no, I, I just think, think that's opened up opportunity for you know uh Odell because oh. I, honestly that's another thing man when Odell made the decision to come here I was like you know I, I like that he's not in Cleveland anymore but I, to, I was saying to myself is, is he even going to be even a, a second or third option on this team at first he's killing you know, he, it he, he's killing it right now I'm glad I'm glad it panned out this way because at first I, I wasn't sure yeah I felt the same happen, way man. yeah I felt the same yeah. way I was like damn like you know, he's going to be a hit or a bust. And, man, he's he's had more touchdowns with the Rams in this short season than he's been with them than he did the entire time in Cleveland. Right, right. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's just a but Baker, situation. But you, said, but you said it, bro. But you said it, though, man. Baker, and no offense to him, I'm not saying he's a terrible quarterback, but he just wasn't – he just – to me, he's, he's okay. Yeah, like he's he, not He's that in guy. that category. He's okay. Yep. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, he's not that guy. And I mean, I think in the brand Browns too, man. Like they always get first, you know, second or third round pick. Like they always get like they're always top five. So it's like right, right, right. God, man, the Jaguars too. Like those poor kids in college who kill it, you know, and then they got to go to terrible organizations. And it's like every year they're drafting a new quarterback. And it's like, Jesus, right. guys, like, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I, we're lucky as a Packer fan. Like, I'm lucky. We have not had to rebuild in almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's over 30 years since 1992. Right. So, like. Yeah, man, because I went from far Favre to Rodgers. It's like, what? Love's not it, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Love's not my guy. I don't know why we drafted <laughs> up to get him in the first round. Just pay motherfucker Aaron Rodgers what he wants pay Devontae 30 million a year I know we can't make it happen keep him there till he retires like because I I personally think he's gonna go to I think he's gonna go to Denver okay I think he's gonna come out here because that's where his his girl's from Boulder she lives in Boulder see man and the fact we already we already know like when it comes to things like that oh you know family and everything that can that can definitely uh that's gonna have an impact man I mean it's something that you just said made me think about our situation in Baltimore with the Ravens, man. We lucked up too because, yep. you know, I, I was never really that that high on Joe Flacco, but but he was my quarterback. He could get it done. Super Bowl. Yeah, but but it was it's kind of we lucked up that we got a guy like Lamar Jackson. Who I wasn't expecting. I wasn't. No, no one was expecting this. him to do but, that. But now we we legit have. If he can stay healthy, we have a quarterback for the next. Yep. You know, several years, man. So we kind of lucked up with that too. Um, but we, I just feel like there's, there's some areas that we still need to improve um, offensively, you know, um, like with our receiving core. Our receiving core got, got slightly better. But, see, that's also the thing about the Ravens that's always kind of been frustrating for me. They're not the type of team. They're not going to go out there and get an Odell back. No. They're the type of team that they want to they want to get guys in the draft and develop those guys. Yep. I think the last big name that we got was Steve Smith, and this is at the end of his career. I was gonna say they either you go to the mean? draft or they go get like like not was it Terrell? No, uh, uh, we, we got Steve Smith and we got Des Bryant. Des, yeah, they, we brought him. Like back. they're getting these like old head people that are like on the right. tail end of their career that probably aren't gonna produce right. much. Right, right. Yep. So, yeah, man, we we we're gonna see. But I, I'm like I said, I'm torn, bro. I'm torn between the two. Uh, I might have to make a, a game time decision uh, once we get to Sunday, man. Did you watch the award ceremony last night? I, I didn't get. I'm gonna be honest. With you, I was watching. So I was watching TNT last night because they did the draft for the All Star game. So I wanted to kind of see what KD, right. what his energy was like. LeBron I, and I just was watching that. So I didn't even get a chance to uh, to really watch that. Uh, who's um, the old board. head? The old guy, the lineman for the Rams. Um, I don't even know his name. But he got Walter Payton uh, of the year award last night. I mean, of course, okay. I'm watching. I'm fucking crying because I'm like, damn, this guy's like amazing. He's helping right. out the community in L.A. And right. uh, and it was funny because me and me and Corinne, my, my girl, were like watching. We're like, I fucking hate the Rams. But now I kind of want them to win because this guy is such <laughs> a nice guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and he's been in the league for 16 years. And I don't, I don't think he's won a championship. So I'm like, damn, like, right. so, you know, same thing with Stafford, too. Like, but at the same time. It's like a Marino, right? Like mm-hmm. Marino's the Barkley of fucking the NFL. Great right. athlete, set so many right. records, never won a championship. Had opportunity right. to, never could get it done. So right. I'm not going to be surprised if young ass Joe Burrow goes in there in LA mm-hmm. in their home court and and beats the brakes off uh off that team. I'm not going to be surprised. The, I, I won't be surprised either. Other question: How crazy is this? Never in the history of the NFL has it been played. The, the home field, uh, the, the home team has played in their arena. 
back to back years has happened. Tell me that shit's not. Come on, bro. That's I didn't. You know, it's crazy. I didn't. Re- I didn't even realize that, man. Because um, I was thinking. For me, I was thinking the last time it happened was at, was Atlanta, when they played. Uh, you know, the Patriots. Because that was in Atlanta, right? That that Super Bowl when they was played it? the Patriots. I think that I think that was it. Was that in Atlanta? I, I think thought I thought Atlanta. it's never happened except for last year, and it happened again this year. Hold up. Now I think you know what you might be right. You might be right. I didn't, bro, bro, I didn't realize. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that that happened last year. I wasn't. Even yeah, Tampa. Was of, of course, Tom Brady. Yeah, like right. can't make this shit up. All right, hold up. Are you, are you, <laughs> did Atlanta? Did the Falcons play? I could. I could be wrong, man. In I really Atlanta could. for the Super Bowl. First during the Denver Broncos, New England. All right, hold up. Super Bowl. That'd be crazy if I'm right. I, I feel like I'm. That'd be, be crazy if you're right. Hold up. Uh, nope, Houston, Texas. Okay, it was okay. It was in Houston. Yep. You, you know, you know what? You know why that was in the forefront of my mind is because I remember just how like I like I know people in Atlanta, and they were ready to just party like crazy. At halftime, yeah, because they thought up twenty eight over there. Oh my, that was that was a kill yourself for sure. (laughs) Like, how? Come on, man, that is the biggest. (laughs) Matt, Maddie Ice, you are not Maddie Ice. Like, right? Tom Brady. I've 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 hated Tom Brady his whole career. The last two years, I'm like his biggest fan. I love that guy. I love that guy. He's a goat. He's the greatest of all time. Were you were you you upset to see him retire? Uh, I mean, did he retire? I mean, that was kind of like crazy. They were like. He's like, I didn't even say I was retiring. And then they, they can, I mean, not that I'm upset because now it's just one less person I got to worry about. Hopefully if Rogers stays, because <laughs> the, because I tell you what, man, if Rogers would be stupid to go to the Broncos, because now right. you're going against Mahomes, Lamar, um, uh, uh, Burrow, um, uh, Mac Jones is a fucking, he's going to be a stud. Uh, I mean, that, that you division dealing with uh, Josh Allen. Uh, oh yeah, Josh Allen. I mean, even you know Derek I mean? Carr with his mascara wearing mm-hmm. ass. Like, <laughs> like the, the AFC is stacked with quarterbacks right. for like the next oh, twenty absolutely. years. Like NFC, I, I stay in Green Bay, man. I know. Just I, finish there. You know. What I mean? agree. I agree. And it's like, look, they're gonna. We'll be able to afford some things next year. We can give him what he wants and get some. Go out there and get some good players. But I don't know. He's a weird motherfucker, man. Like Aaron. Are Rogers, you guys gonna be able to bring back Adams? Well, that's so what what they're talking about doing, and also Rogers is he stayed a weekend at Green Bay. He didn't just leave in the offseason like he normally does. So right. he stayed in Green Bay um, for a week to talk things through and outline a plan. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're building a, a huge contract for him where he's going to retire a Packer. What we okay. would do, we wouldn't be able to afford both of them. So instead, we oh, would right, franchise right. tag Devonte for mm-hmm. twenty million a year, which, okay. is, which is insane. Um, and then Damn. after that, because if we give Rogers a long contract, we'll play out mm. over the years. We won't because right now we're 40 some million dollars over the salary cap. Mm. So we're going to have right, to get rid right, of a right. lot of people. People right. are going to have to restructure. Um, right. So we could right. in theory keep both. But I mean, but but, but if anything, we're going to franchise tag uh, Devontae. And if we have to trade him then we'll trade him and get like a first round pick or something because him and Derek right. Carr are real tight. They talk about playing together because they played at Fresno state together. Right. Okay. So, okay. But I think it, I, I agree with that. I think it was stupid for Rogers to go anywhere else, but he has the best shot to win a championship in green Bay. Right. 
Plus, man, I just I just like that story, man, to, to be able to finish out somewhere where you started. It's pretty incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would hate for him. To have to, I would, I would kind of hate to see him go and try to do what Tom Brady did. What Tom Brady did is not something that it, you, you typically don't leave a, leave an organization and go to another organization and win his title the next year. No, I mean that, Peyton, that Peyton did it. It took him a couple of years at Denver, right. but like, and that was really that defense. Yeah, Denver's that defense, defense was, was no so joke. Tough. Yeah, but even you even know? the even the Bucks last year when they won, they built a mm. good fucking team. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They That's built true. a solid team. The other thing about Tom Brady that I've always liked, and and he, he Rogers gets he's had like three or four hundred million dollar contracts with the Packers. Right. Tom right. Brady is not like that. He's like, look, right. give me like 60, 70, spend right. the other 40, 60 on other good players. Put some That's why he's around me. Yeah, put the talent around Absolutely. me. Rogers is just let me get that money, which is fine. I respect that, but you can't complain mm-hmm. when it comes down to it's on your shoulders and you put up ten points in the playoffs. Right. Like, <laughs> that is unacceptable. I didn't like, see that coming at all. I mean, I understand the weather conditions, but you at home. I, I, that that really uh, threw me off, man. It's just so crazy that really the Forty Niners, man. It was really their their special teams that. Is the reason why y'all lost is they their offense didn't do anything special. Nothing. Something you know? Garoppolo was like, yeah, it's like <laughs> he's nothing. I just couldn't believe it. And it's like we had every advantage. We're at home. It's in the snow. It's cold as shit. Like, why? Right. How could we not win that game? And then, right. um, I was gonna ask you what I don't like, which I've noticed this year is like, you notice how like through the playoffs, coaches are allowed to go and uh, interview at other places. Right. Like our offensive coordinator, who's now the head coach of the Denver Broncos, we're also losing other other play other coaches to the Broncos. Right. He was in he interviewed with them for three days in a row, literally days bef- like the day before the 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 championship the, the divisional game. And I'm like, bro, where's your head at? <laughs> like, right. You know, and then you go put up ten <laughs> points. I didn't, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, that's what they all do. They all do like literally that's right crazy. after the season's over, they're allowed to go. That's and I'm crazy. like, yo. Wait till the fucking like playoffs are over. Your team's out, and right. then go because it's like, right. oh, what you, you're thinking about what you can do for this team? Like, focus right. on the Packers in the moment. Absolutely. That that shit blew me when I found no, that. No, no, no. I, I totally agree with you. That's crazy because I, I hate the same. I hate seeing that in, in basketball, man. I hate when when you know guys have to uh, you know address like the off season when they're still trying to win a title with that particular team. Right? Like, can we? I understand the media has a job, but it's like, can we just? Can I just focus on this season? Yep. And then, you know, we can deal with that, in the, you know, come summertime. Yeah, I know. Um, it's crazy to me. That's crazy, like, man. And then you go put up 10 points. It's like, well, you know, you're just <laughs> hot off the interview, you know, and it's right. like, did the Broncos pick Nathaniel Hackett because they know that him and Rodgers are close? Because like, mm. I, I would have thought, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Cowboys, the defensive coordinator? I thought he oh, was he's, What's my what's my guy's name? Because I was just looking at a story about this the other day. With him and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Uh, him and uh and Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. I, I was, well, I was looking, yeah, I was Dan Quinn. I was looking at that story. Because well, Jerry Jones said some dumb shit. <laughs> Jerry Jones can't stop talking. No, he's like, oh, I, I would have picked him to be our head coach. Now these two got to walk next to each other, you know, comparing. <laughs> oh, well, he right. likes me more. Like you just ruin your right. next year. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it, it, no, it's it's cra- it's crazy, man. Like he would he. The fact that he's on, like the fact that he speaks to the media, um, Close like every week, every week is, is is beyond me, man. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers doing it is is interesting. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I just feel like uh, it, it's it's so crazy. We're so consumed with like social media and with podcasts and radio and all that stuff now 
where you know these guys can't just go out there and fo- they should be instead of focusing on your job right for the season you're you're in the media and you're talking you know um yeah. wait till you retire crazy man like uh, retire it's, it's, it's like uh like a- antonio brown this dude th- kills oh me God. because i'm like he's pretty much done but i'm like bro that situation happens you you know you were you were quite well not quiet but you know, you let a few days go go by, and then you got you and your team got together, put together, I think, a solid statement. But then you you hop on these podcasts. Yes. You know, I'm like, he, he hops on the Full Send podcast, yep. starts spewing crazy stuff, and he's he's doing like a press run. I'm like, you realize the NFL is is bigger than just one player, right? Yeah, they they will they, fuck you like, up. They, <laughs> they they will they will box you out of this league. Yeah, this and that might have been the last time we saw him. Uh, yeah, I mean right. honestly, like like you're right. When I see him with, with his lawyer, like on these shows and stuff, and he's like, right. and he's got this stupid ass hat on, and he's like <laughs> rapping and hanging out with Kanye. I'm like, bro, like we, you have money, so you're not gonna have to really worry about anything prior for the rest of your life for the most part. Right. But like, it's just it's just unfortunate, man, because like it's, it's right. so talented. Like Jesus, man. Like I mean, he just won a chip. I mean, he got a championship, but. It, I don't know. Fucking crazy. Um, what was I gonna ask you? All right, let's let's shift real quick. What do you um let's talk about this like, conversation is dope, by the way. Yeah, I, I know, I love this shit. It's fun as fuck. Um, let's talk about real quick. All right, so you watch podcasts. I, I don't know, I don't know right. politically where you're at, and we don't gotta go into that and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I know that okay. like community and stuff like that is important to you, and you have a lot of good insight right. and a lot of and a lot of good right. uh points. What's your take on this? Uh this this Joe Rogan thing, right? There, uh, he's probably got the biggest platform on the planet. Uh, right. That on isn't Spotify. owned by anyone by except for him. Uh, right. Spotify is stuck by him and stuff like that. People are taking off their content. Did you see the uh, the video of, of him dropping an M bomb? All right, so all right, I, I I didn't see the video. I heard like you know you you go listen to things on YouTube and they're playing like clips of it and that sort of thing. I heard that plus of course the planet of the apes situation all right so you know what's interesting man i'm gonna be honest about joe rogan i watch a lot of his youtube clips mm-hmm. me too but i've never really sat there and, and like watched or listened to an entire joe rogan episode you know right. but I, I like i'll get on there and watch you know watch clips and that sort of thing i didn't really know about all of these different you know podcast episodes where he was just using the, the n-word right and i didn't even know about the uh the planet of the apes uh, comment until you know until it was covered the other day yeah. what, what first came out was the the fact that he had he had on like some uh, he had a doctor on and they were talking about COVID-19 you know I, I, I he kind of came on the fire for that first and then that kind of gave way to everything else that we're seeing right right now yep. um I, what, what, I was about to say go ahead I don't, no I no I was gonna say so 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 there's a lot, a lot to talk about there so a couple things uh, with the Planet of the Apes thing, he actually pulled that episode uh, down after he did it. And this is back, this is before, because he didn't really get big, big until like the last five or six years, right? He's been doing right. his podcast for a long time. So this is probably like a right. seven or eight year old episode. He pulled it down. Okay. Someone okay. was actually able to get the recording of it and use it right. in that clip. Should he have said it? No. And he, he actually apologized, right. not making excuses for him. Right. Um, and then the N-word one, which I thought was kind of interesting because- uh, Were those I'm, recent too? No, no, no. Those are all for the most part like older episodes. But he's okay, okay. he's either quoting like a like a um was it Wayne Rooney, the comedian? Um what? Not Wayne Rooney, is it Wayne Rooney? I don't know. The guy that's always like uh the the black uh what's his name from Chappelle show? 
with the uh, oh yeah, I can't I can't think his I can't think of his name. But I he's a comedian. So so right. so all those instances <laughs> of him doing that were basically like he was like reading or like uh kind of repurposing a joke or something like that. Right. At right. the end of the day, bro, just say the joke, but then just say like insert n word here. Like don't say <laughs> right. with a hard r. Like what are you doing? Like I don't care if it's ten years ago or if it was yesterday. What? Like, bro, right. come on. Like, that's there's right. there's things that just that don't need to be said. Uh, that, right, that, go, right, right. Uh, that just don't fucking say it. The the guy you're talking about on the um, he had a scientist, the doctor, the doctor, the scientist yeah, right, that right, guy right, actually right. invented the technology that makes the vaccines that we use right now for COVID. He's okay. he okay. created it. So if okay. anyone's gonna speak on it that knows about it, it's gonna be him. He right. did say some stuff of like it is bad for you, and he he did say some controversial things. Um, but my, my question for you is like, Hey, how do you feel about that whole situation with the the planet of the apes, the use of the N word, stuff like that. But my thing, my thing is he has such a big platform that nobody, no big media outlet can control, no government Mm -hmm. agency can control. It's very, if you really want to kind of think of it as like a, how we're all divided in a way on social media and stuff like that, those are all controlled by certain things, right? His platform is not which is scary to administrations. Mm-hmm. It's scary to big corporations because they can't steer that narrative. So, right. which is why I think you see, you're seeing a lot of stuff being pulled out from the past um, mm-hmm. because everything that I've seen about people talking about him is that right. they're like, he's not like this. This is not really him, right. blah, blah, blah. Not defending him. I was just curious. Right. And, 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 I had never got, and I had never gotten that impression from, from the stuff that I've seen yeah, me neither, from Joe yeah. Rogan over the year. And, and, and there's people that I admire, like Kevin Hart, who's been on his show and who has enjoyed you know being on the show and, and doing a dope interview. What I'll say is about it, and listen, man, I, it's a fine line sometimes like when you're dealing with, like if we even just talking about Joe Rogan, right, in particular, I don't know if the man is, I don't know if the man's a racist, right. okay? I, I think that you do have, of course, racism still is very prevalent. You you have people who are legit racist, but then you also have people that are just ignorant, right? right. Just like with, just like with um, uh, homophobia, you, you, have, you have some people that's homophobic and you have some people that are just ignorant yep. when, when it comes to to that. So when it comes to, the, to that, that community, man. So um, I personally feel like I, I would have to go back and look at the full context of everything. But from the clips that I've heard so far and me knowing what I know about him just from the things I've seen, he doesn't necessarily strike me as a racist, but he definitely strikes me as being ignorant because the two, the two clips that I really had an issue with was the, the Planet of the Apes clip was the first thing that, that I heard. I didn't really have much of a problem with the, the whole COVID controversy because, you know, you listen, man, you have a platform where you bring a guest on and they have their own opinion, right? right? And, and you, you might bring a guest on that has an opinion that's strongly against COVID. And you might bring a guest on that has an opinion that's strongly in, in favor of like vaccinations and all that sort right. of thing. So it's kind of hard to control that. But um, in terms of, in terms of uh, what was said about like the Planet of the Apes comment, which was wild to me because now, now I got to say this, that was an ignorant and racist, and racist man, remark. Like, that one was hey, just wild. It was and, like and from I, a joke, I, but it was like still. Like, and, and he even and the funny thing about it is he did he did try to backtrack immediately because I heard the clip and like in that same like in the same breath of him saying that oh you know I was going to see Planet of the Apes movie yeah. with a friend and we we were in a black neighborhood and man I, I didn't just go to see the movie I walked into the Planet of the Apes I'm like bro you bro, can't say that what are you, what are you what are you doing man what what are you what are you doing you know what I mean it, whether you say that 
whether you say that in a public setting or behind the scenes, it's a racist thing to say. Right. Um, but but I think that he realized how how ignorant and, and crazy it was because he did kind of try to backtrack and apologize, like kind of apologize yeah. right then and there. But that clip I definitely had an issue with. And then the uh the the fact that he, you know, the, it was one clip where he was talking about the N-word, and this is this is one this is something that kind of irritated me because my whole thing is this, right? Like I'm a type of person where, yes, I'm a black man. But if I know that there is something, like say there's like a word or, or, or yeah, say there's a word that's really offensive to another, another community, or, you know, whether we're talking about a white person, we're talking about an Asian person, Latin X person, whatever the case might be. I'm the type of person where I'm like, I'm just, I'm not really interested in including that in my vocabulary. That's not, that's not even really my focus. Right. But the thing that bothered me about what he was saying was, he was talking about, you know, well, why it's, it's something that, Black people use in, in hip hop music and they, you know, they say the word and that, that, even though that's a whole nother topic for another day, because like uh, if any of my, if any people that I know use the word, we're not using the, the, the original word with the ER on it and we, you were using a, a, a you know, yeah, a term of endearment. That, yeah, you know what I mean? A different vari- variation of that word. And that's a whole nother topic because you have people that don't understand it. You got black people who aren't in favor of that, that, uh, you know, that narrative of like even right. taking that word and using it at all. Um, but my issue with him was like, he just seemed like he was so obsessed with being able to use the word, like yeah. so focused on wanting to use that word. I'm like, if Joe Rogan, if you truly understand the, the history of like that word, you know, the N word with the ER on the end, if you truly know the, the history of that word, man, that should just, why would you even want to, as a human being, whether you black, white, why do you even want to make this big thing about like wanting to use it? That, yep. That's what I personally Corey didn't understand, even like when I think about the Holocaust, because I, I grew up learning about, you know, the, I felt like in school, I learned more about the Holocaust at times than I learned about slavery, right? Oh, 100%. But, but the bottom line is, I don't have to be a, a white Jewish person to uh, to sympathize and empathize with those people. I'm a human being. So right. when I see something like that, I hate that that happened to those that group of people. Right. And if there's, a, if there's a word that makes them, you know, that I could say that's going to make them, take, take them back to, those, to that, that time, Right. I'm not I have no interest in even wanting to have that word in my vocabulary. So that was the only um, I see what you're saying about sometimes when you're reciting something. Right. Uh, you know, when you're you're hosting a podcast, you're going to certain things you're going to recite, man. Just like we, we watch film. We, I mean, come on, we know how that stuff works. Yeah. And everything. You know, some things you, you got to put the add the full context to it. So I'm with you on that. But my yeah. whole thing was like. The clip I heard, I'm like, bro, you you saying Joe Rogan, man, you sound you're like you're too loose. You're super pressed to want to say the word, man. I don't get it. And, but you know what, Corey, Corey, not to cut you off, I'm gonna say this too. I'm the type of person where I don't even want. I understand the word's hurtful, but I even think it's a slippery slope if me if, if me as a black man can just like be ready to pop off on somebody right when they say the word, you know, because people know what they're trying to do to you right. when they say certain things. Sure. So. I'm at a place where I'm not even really, you know, if somebody wants to be ignorant and say that, I'm not gonna just, I can't, I can't fight it, the world, I can't fight everybody, right? Right. Um, I can't fight the world, world on it, but it's just to me, it's just, it's racist and ignorant, and and you know, and and using it, man, and I don't understand him trying to be being obsessed with uh with using it, but it's a teachable moment. It I don't was. necessarily, I don't necessarily uh subscribe to just canceling everybody, bro. I mean. Yep. It's gonna fall back on you at some point if we just counseling everybody. Yep. Use it as a teachable moment. Even the situation with Whoopi Goldberg, man, I think was a, a, a opportunity to to kind of teach her that what she was saying about the Holocaust is, is should have you really should have 
no. approach it that way. No, I know? agree with you. Yeah, that, that's what you I know? think. Like, and it goes into like the cancel culture too. It's like, well, it, you brought up Kevin Hart. They tried to cancel right. him a couple years ago right. when he the made the situation. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, and he yeah he got kicked off the Oscars because he made gay jokes or talked about gay, the gay community in like two thousand like seven or eight. Like, <laughs> right, right, that, right. that's the thing that like kills me. It's like you, you bring up. It, this might not make sense. This might sound kind of crazy, but it's kind of like I talked to like some like historians and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is totally off topic, not really, but what kind of is? Um, okay. So Abraham Lincoln, right? Right. Great guy. Emancipation Proclamation freed the slaves, right? Mm, right. Did Abraham Lincoln have slaves? Yes, he did. Yeah. If you didn't know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Right, right, that's right. not funny. I don't know why we're I know, I'm sorry to laugh at that. It's not serious. Um, but but it's it's interesting to me because it's like, yeah, that was like fucked up and te- like we don't have slaves mm-hmm. now. We don't no, that is no no. We don't do that anymore. We don't say the N-word hard R. No. Like those are all negative right. things. During in those times, there right. was it was acceptable or or more people did it. It was just like punishing like when they were with the whole george floyd thing when they were trying to take down george washington's statue they were trying they were talking about taking abraham lincoln's statue down i'm like what like but it's because yeah he had slaves but everybody had slaves it wasn't like he was like hey i don't want want this that was just the times so it's like Mm. when kevin hart makes a joke in 2007 or 8 you know that that community has been assaulted for decades not saying there's any like moment in time where it's allowed but if you're a comedian like 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 dave Chappelle show that if that came out now that would not be allowed right right so man if if martin if if martin Martin was yeah jamie fox show any of those shows yeah martin's literally dressing up as a woman act like no it's like that would not be acceptable now but to pull those moments in time where kind of for the most part culturally everything was somewhat acceptable mm-hmm. uh not that it was right or wrong most right. of it was wrong but it right. wasn't as like big of a deal culture culturally morally yes but right to pull those moments in time from people and then use that as a present day time to cancel them for right that's the issue that i have if that makes sense right no, absolutely. And, and, and the thing about it is, uh, Corey, man, the thing about it is, from my perspective, it's um, it's certain things it's harder to come back from, right? Like if you if you own a group of slaves, that's that's to me that's a, that's a harder that's harder to come back from. <laughs> yeah, like that. that opposed to like if you just said some some remarks that were offensive to the gay community, right? right. You know right. what I mean? So so like with 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 Kevin Hart, man, like even with that situation, the man apologized several times for it man at, at that time it like you were saying certain saying certain things about the um you know aimed at the gay community was more acceptable back then right yeah. but you know he is he has since then apologized well i think the unfortunate thing about it is like you know that stuff had been out there on the internet for since since he said it that's what i'm saying but it wasn't it wasn't until he's about to go and host the oscars which he is he is he has been very vocal about the fact that that's always been like on his bucket list to do. Yep. Right when he's about to do that, all of a sudden someone went and they dug. Yep. And they grabbed him, and put him right back into the forefront. Yep. Um, and now he's got to try to like pay for this again. Um, and he was still apologetic, but uh, that that was that to me that was just kind of uh, that was unfortunate, man. Uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, uh, Corey, about about the uh, the gay community and how uh, 
this this particular guy, he's close to he's like in his fifties, mm-hmm. his mid fifties. He was telling me that um, he was telling me that when he was like our age, you know, he said if someone was gay, they didn't they didn't tell anybody. Of course, no. You know, it was it was he said he said if you were gay, um, he said we there was out. He said I wasn't going to have any type of dealings with you, but he said that was back then. Yep. It's a totally situation. It's a totally different, uh, you know, situation that we're in now. I'm not saying that that was to me, that was wrong. Yep. You know, but he, he just pretty much was using that example as back then. Like that was just like the way it was kind of yep. dealt with universally. Universally. Now totally exactly. exactly. Know, now it's totally different, man. And, yep. and as long as you, uh, you know, kind of like when it comes to stuff like that, um, as long as you understand that and you apologetic to it and, 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 and sympathetic to uh, people who those people, you know, people who feel like, they've been um, degraded in a way because of their, their, their life choices. Um, as long as you understand that and you can voice that, then we can try to get to a common ground and, and move forward. I think the problem is when, bro, even when it comes down to like just the, the, the history of the black community and, and our black and brown community and, and the oppression, what, what bothers me is like, for me, I can say in, in the same sense, I can say that, um, there's definitely, you know, black and brown people have, uh, even today, are still treated unfairly in a lot of situations. Right. But I can also say in that same sentence that I'm still going to get up every day and I'm going to put my, my best foot forward because there are, there are opportunities out there and there are people who do not have a heart of hatred like that towards black and brown people. I can acknowledge it, but then also say I'm not going to let that stop me from, right. you know, putting my best foot forward. My issue is the people who just can't acknowledge that it took place. I mean, come on, man. We... It happened. Like the people that can't acknowledge that that uh, you know the, the four hundred plus years of slavery and even where we are now with some of the things we see in the, with police brutality and all of that, you, you got to be able to acknowledge it for us to be able to have a conversation to try to you know move forward in a positive direction. We can't acknowledge these things. Like you can't acknowledge the fact that hey man, me me saying something degrading to this gay person is a problem. Then how can we really move forward from right. that? You know, no, what I mean? you, you can't. You can't. And it, like. Think about it, perspective. Jim Crow, that was not that long ago. <laughs> right, 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 right. That, that was in our it parents' wasn't. lifetime. <clears throat> right. That's right. one degree away from experiencing that. Like it's crazy. Like, right. you know, it's and it's unfortunate. And it's like when you go back to like those moments in time, it's like, I think there's a problem when like like comedians have always kind of been like untouchable, right? They could pretty much say mm-hmm. whatever they want because they can always fall back. Hey, I'm just joking. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not I'm like, a comedian. Right, I'm a comedian. Right, right, right. I'm just joking. Right. Now, I think there's only a handful of people that are basically like who can't be canceled. As Chappelle, I think, is one of them who just can't be canceled because right. he's got his hands in so many <clears throat> different communities. Um, right. The super progressive people hate him, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 funny because it's like now we're starting to see actual comedians getting completely canceled. Uh, you know, right, a lot of right. it was the Me Too and the sexual assault stuff, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, now we're like Rogan. It's funny because like he's a comedian. I, I think he's he's a terrible comedian. I think personally. Yeah, I look at him as just like a you know uh, podcast UFC host, Fear Factor. Host. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. he, but it's right. funny because when you watch his podcast and he talks about like the mythology of like you know coming up with uh you know jokes and like it, it sounds like oh my god you should be like you're like a scientist with uh with with comedy. And I watch right. his specials. And I'm like, bro, these are fucking blown. Like, these are like, you know, and then he's on like tours with like headlining with Chappelle. And I'm like, bro, 
you guys aren't even in the same atmosphere, bro. Like right. Chappelle is right. like on a right. whole nubba level. You know, right. that's that key and pill. You seen that skit? When he's like, right. whole right. nubba level. I love that skit. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, but, but it's just funny that you're seeing comedians getting canceled for being comedians because it can't. Mm-hmm. It's funny, man. Go back. You, Eddie Murphy. You watch Eddie Murphy? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Raw, when you look at Raw Delirious. Oh, my God. Fuck out of that's here. That's why he. That's why he has a, He's been yet to be back on the big uh, stage, like bro. That. Yeah, I. I would. I love those. Those things, bro. There is so many gay and rich. <laughs> like that's like the whole thing. It's bad. Yeah, right. It, that's like, like the whole thing. The whole thing, and I'm just like, bro. Like, and, and that's why Steve Harvey said, man, he has no interest in, in doing stand up today. <laughs> right. You, you hey, say the wrong thing. It it's can, rap. It can end your business, man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You it's know, like. You don't see people like going back, you know, Eddie Murphy's kind of like out of his limelight. But even when he came back with the Amazon right. movies with Coming to America 2 and stuff right. like that, they definitely had some progressive stuff in that movie just to kind of, right. I think, save face. But nobody's right. going back to Delirious being like pulling the skit of him being like the, the gay guy on the uh, uh, doing the siren sound effect. You know what I mean? Like that's right. super right. offensive. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just crazy. To me, oh, man. Man. Yo, uh, Def Comedy Jam. Oh, my you God. You go back and look at when Martin Lawrence was hosting that. Some of the things he was he was doing to women that were in the in the yep. audience. I mean, come on, you can't any of that type of stuff now. With, Kings of Comedy, he, he, Bernie he, he, Mac, right? Uh, but all those guys, right. every single one of them guys would be canceled if they came out with shit today and did the same kind of stuff. Right, it's right. crazy. Right, but no, no, you, you you're absolutely right, man. I'm 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 impressed at how we were able to just have that conversation and maneuver through that conversation. Uh, well, what you, you know, do you? It's like it's, it's it's like people are so scared. Like I mean, all right. It's such I, a slippery slope because even when you we, we were talking before this and you were saying, oh yeah, we might even talk about some politics and all that. Um, I'm it's scary. It's scary, scary because it's like I'm not look look look. I'm a, not a political person, and I'm a type of person that's like, ever since this is me, me my personal opinion, and I know Trump supporters are gonna hate me for this, but ever since that regime was in the office, man, I feel like I, I just I all all of a sudden I was just like, you know what? I am losing interest in in having any involvement involvement with politics. Right. I, yeah. I don't really want to even cover it unless unless we're talking about things that are affecting you know the people on the grassroots level in the community. Right. I don't that in that fighting between Democrats and Republicans. I don't even. It's a reason why I'm a registered independent. I right. don't even like to get in get involved with that stuff because it's 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 just it's it's so much division that's created from it, man. It's toxic. You know. It's so toxic. It's toxic. Yeah, no, I, I'm yeah. proud of us being able to navigate. I mean, I feel yeah, like we I'm good because, that. like, you're now since you're on the show, like, I'm good now. So, like, I can't really <laughs> say anything. And unless if I'm dropping right. like hard R's on this podcast, right, right, that's right, gonna right, be right, a problem. Right. I feel like I'm good because I got like you're like right. my safety net. No, that's fucked <laughs> No, no, but I, I'm glad it was. It was. It's a good conversation to have, and it's like right. I like I like talking because if I was just talking to a white person like this, uh, they can't fucking mm-hmm. relate. I can't relate. You can relate. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You, you've experienced stuff like that in your life that right. I've never been able. I can't say. You know that that and right. vice versa. There's things that I've gone and you, and you probably and you probably have a new unique experience, man. As a as a white man who you know, it's like you you talk to some white people and and they're kind of stuck. Because the whole thing is like, well, you know, if I, if I'm not that type of person, if I wasn't inflicting that type of pain onto that community, mm-hmm. you know, I would, you know, where, I do I do, should I be uh, ashamed to be a white, right, uh, you know, American and is or you know, white male, or white woman, and and I and I can I can simply I can understand that too. I can understand that too. My that's why I said even going back to what I said about the Holocaust, 
I don't have to be a, a white Jewish person to, um, I don't have to be a white Jew to look at that situation and say, no, man, that's also, right. uh, you know, one of the things that Whoopi Goldberg said, which, which the one thing, one of the things that she said that actually was kind of correct is that she shouldn't, she, but, but she's just went about it the wrong way. Um, it is, it is a, a, a human, like a human race type of mankind issue. You know, I you shouldn't have had to you shouldn't have had to look like me for me to look at look at a situation and say, man, that that breaks my heart. Right. You know, if and I, I, if I you see a, yep. you know what I mean. If I yeah, if yeah. I see uh if I see a, a white child, you know, harm is done to a white child or harm is done to a Asian child or uh, a person in the part of the Latin X community or a gay in the person, whatever. I'm a I'm a non-denominational Christian, but if something was to happen to I don't know a Muslim, it, like I'm a human being, right? First, and I have a heart for people, so that I'm a human being first. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah. that that that's that should still bother me. My issue is people who feel like, oh, let me be silent because that's not my community. No, don't, being silent is not not helping. If you you're a human being, right? So if you see that something's right. done against your brother or sister who looks different than you, you should still be able to speak up speak yep. up about that and say, man, that's wrong. hundred you know? percent. So, yeah, I feel the same way. I try to do yeah. the same thing. I'm not like, oh well, right. I gotta stick with the whites here on this one, you know. <laughs> Like I don't feel like that. Right. I feel like it's people are people, you know what I'm saying? So right. no, nah, it's that's but I like weird. a form like this, bro. I like this form that you the long form because yeah, this long but I like it because yeah, because it's so different to TV. Like one oh. of the things because I've had experience with being on television, but one of the reasons why I like more so doing things online and like radio podcasts, that sort of thing, is you get to add more context yes. to what you're saying instead of like a, a 30 second sound bite yep. about the history of slavery. Yeah, yeah. All, That's all, hard to, they're gonna pull to, me talking about hey Abraham Lincoln, right? Slaves, and then like cut right. to me laughing. And all right, well, exactly. Yeah. But if you look at the full conversation that Corey and I are having, yeah, you know, you, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't really judge it that way, man. No, so hopefully hard, not. Man, man. No. Hopefully not. <laughs> nah, man. But uh, but yeah, man. We've been going for an hour and a half, so um, I would love to have you back on at some point. Just to absolutely, man. Fucking talk shit. Um, but hey, where, where can people find you? Oh man, first first and foremost, I just want to say, man, Corey, man, thank you, bro, uh, for having me on. I feel like we haven't seen each other in years. Years. But I feel like this is like just picking up. Just picking up right where we left, left off. off, man. Yep. Um, so so I, I love you, know, I love your podcast, bro. I love this podcast, man. Um, this was a great form, great dope conversation. This was I, we could have probably talked for I could go three for two hours, more hours, man. yeah. Yep. Um, you know, it's very comfortable. I lo- love this, man. So just congratulations thank on everything you. that you're doing, bro. And just keep it up, man. I hope and I hope I can be back on. I hope that I can have you on my platform. 100%. Again, absolutely. Future, man. Um, so where can guys find me? Um, on If we're talking Instagram, um, at Carl Nelson Media. So, and that's Carl with a K. So K-A-R-L and then obviously Nelson Media. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's my media page. And then um, on my uh, on my Twitter, uh, it's at Carl Nelson Jr. So Carl Nelson Jr. Uh, on my Twitter. Facebook, I'm just Carl Nelson on there. And then uh, on YouTube, uh, me and my dad, we have a, a channel uh, called Like Father Show, Like Father, Like Son. So if you go to YouTube, you know, you can find it obviously on my, my Instagram and Twitter as well. But uh, on YouTube, I would love for you guys to subscribe to that and support us there because we're trying to start from a you know grassroots level there. But Like Father, Like Son on YouTube. And then also for my interview series, um, I'm, I'm on YouTube with that as well. Uh, that is uh, The Journey on YouTube. Uh, so definitely check, check, check me out there as well. Definitely. Yeah, no, I love that, that when you got when you went awesome were doing those those docu-series of you walking around with the I forget was it the guy uh oh yeah and see and that and real quick shout out bro that's my guy uh so that's actually my guy Malik Edwards from yes. Higher Learning Media who's our who's our uh 
my he's my main videographer right now. So right. he's he's helped me shoot uh, the first documentary with Jonte uh, Hall, that who was the former Harlem Globetrotter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also right now Jonte Hall is doing a lot of work in the community, man, doing great work in the community and using uh, his love for basketball and his ability to to in his story right. to speak into the lives of children. So that I've done two documentaries, a part one and part two with Caressa Christian, who is a drug addiction survivor, um, who's doing a lot of great work uh, for women and just for-, for That's know, the one uh, I saw, that one. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people, who, people who are still struggling with, with drugs, with drug yeah. addiction. Um, she's doing a lot of great work and she's from Baltimore, Maryland as well. And then, um, you know, then I've, you know, I got, with the, my interview series right now, I have an interview out with Tracy Lee. He's a rapper and entertainment lawyer. I have an interview out with uh, uh, Wesley Hawkins, a motivational speaker, award-winning motivational speaker, and then Dante Green professional basketball player that one is circulating right now too we just put the trailer out for that Bet. and there's right. a lot more to come man well so. i mean i'm gonna get all those links and put them in the description so everybody can subscribe. yeah i know it was a lot man i'm gonna send that over to you nah, yeah, i was like yeah <laughs> hey listen everybody they're probably like damn this motherfucker's got all these channels <laughs> <laughs> now nah, i'll put them all in the description right. uh and then uh you know uh, they'll hopefully they'll subscribe and, and yeah, i'm definitely man, man. I'm, if i'm not already i think i am but I'm, i'll subscribe for sure right. but uh, i appreciate you coming on Absolutely, man. I'm gonna try, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my people that you know I'm gonna push them over to what you got going on too. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely, you know I mean? appreciate so, that. Yes, sir. My God, man. This yeah. is great, bro. Yeah, appreciate man. Well, that's another episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast. We'll see you next time.